Welcome to the Creative Homeschool Podcast. In this podcast, I'm coming at you to deliver you a weekly dash of creativity to make your homeschool exciting for your kids, but for you too. We're going to explore all of the different ways to creatively homeschool. Games, field trips, unit studies, writing activities, kid businesses, art, and more. I'm your host, Julie Soul, longtime homeschool mom, shenanigan enthusiast, espresso drinker, and founder and co-owner of Soul Spark Let's Art. I've helped thousands add creativity and joy to their homeschool, and I'm ready to help you too. Ready to get started? Let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Creative Homeschool Podcast. Today, we're talking about hiking or walking, just depending on where you live. I know that in Michigan, we do get hilly areas around here, but I know it's not exactly like hiking on cliffs or for those of you who live places like Colorado and Arizona. So my term hike is fairly loose here. You can use these games with whatever landscape that you have around you. But if you're anything like my family, my kids really love it once we're there. It is definitely hard to get them there. And sometimes on those longer hikes, even my kids who love going for walks and hikes often need a little bit of help. This can be not just because they think hiking is boring, because that's simply not true. Sometimes it can be other things like lack of sleep. So when you're kind of in the middle of a forest and you have 45 minutes left to go and you're on your way back, I'm pretty sure that most of you don't want to carry your 10-year-old for 45 minutes through the woods when they suddenly decide that their legs are broken and they can no longer walk. So if you have ever been in that situation where you're thinking, how can I get them to move and kind of forget that there's 45 minutes left to walk, these might be some great tips for you. So the First is a little bit of a change on if you've ever been in the car and you're looking for letters on signs and you're trying to go all the way through the alphabet, this is similar. This one's really great because it really helps kids think about the spelling of words. So they are looking for, this is called letter hiking. So they are looking for items that begin with those letters of the alphabet going all the way through. Now, clearly you might want to take away a few letters that get a little annoying, or you might not want to go all the way through. Maybe you can be the one who throws out the letter. Hey, can you find something that begins with the letter B? Something that they're going to be a little bit more successful with. And also you can take this into the brain instead of what they see around them. For example, if they've kind of exhausted everything that you're looking at, let's say you're hiking through the meadow, you can also ask them to think, hey, do you know any other trees that begin with this letter? This is also a really, really great way to get kids understanding what's around them. So younger kids in particular, actually adults do this too. You think tree, okay, tree starts with the letter T. But in actuality, we know that there's so much diversity of life out there. And this really also helps you learn the names of these things, like the actual names of these things. Instead of tree, you will learn that that's a hawthorn because you want your letter H. So this is a really great way to have fun with spelling and also get you familiar with what is around your local area. You can also take this one on vacation because there is nothing to hold on. It is all in your head. Okay, so that is letter hiking. Number two, scavenger hunt or bingo. Now you do not need, listen, you do not need to spend an hour creating the perfect bingo board or scavenger board here. You do not need to do that. 
But if you are thinking, I really would like a basic scavenger hunter bingo, well, guess what? I have done that for you. So make sure you check the show notes. And I created just a basic scavenger hunt for you to use so you don't have to do any thinking, any creating. But you can do this with just a Word document. You can even put it on your phone. If you want to get a little bit more complicated, you can do this in bingo format. You can do it electronically or you can just draw a square, make your grid, and you can have kids help by pre-filling those squares before you even go. What do they think they're going to find on their hike today? You can have animals, you can have trees, plants, you can have landforms. If you're studying geology, you want them to spot plain, meadow, bog. It's a really good way to get those in there too. So the world is your oyster with what you put in those particular things. But scavenger hunt, you're looking for something specific. Bingo, you can fill it up with whatever you'd like. You can also fill it with actions. So you can say that you want, in order to get the square, you need to tiptoe through the woods for 60 seconds. So it can be things that you want them to actually do versus what they're actually seeing. Okay, so that's our scavenger hunt. And the third one, this is my kid's favorite, and that is creating your own fantasy map. This one is a really great idea when you go to the same place a lot. You need to get out of the house. You want to go on a walk. Sometimes your kids are saying, do we have to go there again? Well, this one might be for you. So as you are going through the woods, you are going to make a mental note. You can also use your phone if you really want. You can have them write it down. And what kids are looking for this time are the items for their map. They're looking for hidden rock, tree of despair, the sparkle meadows. They're naming these items, thinking about what landmarks If they were on a fantasy map, would they be using in order to locate the treasure? Is this the giant's toe? Because there's a giant stump that sticks out of the ground. And you know that if you gave this to a friend, they couldn't miss it. Older kids love making these for their friends because, hey, next time they're going on a walk, they hand it to their friends and it'll say, hey, head up until you see giant's toe. And then look to your left and you'll spot the sparkle meadows. Kids love being able to create these for their friends, gets them into mapping, gets them into descriptive language. So using language arts to describe some of these places. And this is really fun locally too. You can imagine the kids could do a really incredible job with these maps, with these descriptions, and even give it to the local park service and have them get in on it and see if they can figure out what your kid has named. Keep it as simple or as complex as you'd like, but it's a really fun homeschool language arts project to create this map and to be able to give it out to those around you who go hiking in this same location. So, just to recap, we have one letter hiking that's with your spelling, finding items that begin with the alphabet, two, scavenger hunt or bingo, and three, creating a fantasy map. So, I hope these ideas really help you the next time you want to take a walk in the woods or wherever you're walking. You could even do this on the beach. You can take these wherever you'd like to go because there's not a whole lot that you need to hold, which is always a huge perk for us. So, enjoy everyone and happy hiking. Until next time.
that are running away from writing instead of toward it, chances are you're feeling a little bit frustrated. But that's because so many writing programs out there have kids writing things like, tell me about your bedroom, instead of things that kids actually want to write. So I'd like to introduce you to the Delicious Diner course. What is it? It's a writing course for kids. It gets them writing effortlessly. They're having fun. They're creating their own delicious diner by marketing, writing help wanted ads, writing recipes, menus, learning about floor plans, writing, grammar, typing, entrepreneurship, and it's all through using Canva. There's even the first section of the course where I'm gonna teach kids how to use Canva and how to get started. And if you're not familiar with Canva, you might really like watching it too. Canva is a graphics design software. You can use it completely for free. There is a paid version. You do not need the paid version in order to have fun with this course. But as an introductory offer, we are offering it for $10 off instead of $29. You can grab it for $19. It's a one-time purchase. It's for the entire family. Check the link in the show notes for the link to learn more and sign up and make sure to come hungry.